0: Hey everyone, this is Martin and Sandra Phillips and welcome back to the Karate for Life podcast.
1: Today we want to dig a bit deeper into the basics of karate and life, taking a closer look at the second element of Ichigan, Nisoku, Santan, Shiriki, the stance.
0: We've noticed everybody faces challenges in life, some big and some small, but not everyone has a way to navigate these problems.
1: It's not always easy, but we've found that we always keep coming back to what we've learned from our years in the dojo.
0: And that's what this podcast is all about.
1: Helping us all find the solutions to last problems, or even better yet,
0: to remove the problems before they arise. This is Martin and Sandra Phillips, and welcome to the Karate for Life podcast.
1: So, we've managed to wrap up Ichigan, the eyes, Martin, and we do need to move on to Nisoku. But before we do that, I wanted to share with you I had quite a few people come and chat to me about the Ichigan, the eyes. Segment and they are really interested to learn a lot more about Nisaku. Now they're kind of hanging out. Oh, the
0: pressure, the pressure.
1: And you've delayed this one coming out. We've had quite a, a busy time at the moment, but um, yeah, you should look at this sort a bit quicker. We to get it
0: moving. Yeah. Get it moving.
1: Okay. So where should we start?
0: I think we'll start the same way we did last time and look at uh, uh, Soke's text, his teaching manual, the Kyohon. So I might throw over to you again to to read out.
1: Okay. The basis of all movement and posture. Always take care to unconsciously have correct and smooth stepping motion, stance, and way of evasion.
0: That's simple stuff, really, isn't it? Yeah, Maybe you,
1: <laughs> you try and do that well. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> if, if you work it out, you can let me know.
0: Yeah, yeah, Sim- simple idea, simple but not easy
1: okay well let's see if we can break it down just a little bit more than that so when we're having a chat early we're discussing uh, three points as far as looking at the stance looking at stability mobility and also power generation maybe let's go to the stability first and let's see if we can unpack that just a little bit
0: Alright, so so stability, I guess that kind of gets back to what we do with our brand new beginner students. The first first thing we do when we're looking at stances is, is look at literally just getting the feet in the correct position. So how wide is your stance? How long is your stance? How much do you bend your knees? And then uh, so, so creating that position of stability, but I guess we probably this is where we probably need to tie back to, to the eyes as well. Because we talked about last time with the eyes, that's that creates that posture and that structure and then and then the stance builds on that, creating a, a full body structure.
1: Yeah, so we have those little tests in class, whether it's a big strike are coming whacking at you or whether it's a one finger test on your belt. If you don't have your eyes in the correct position, it makes it very hard to
0: maintain a strong stance. Yeah, this is, this is a bit of a paradox we, you know, we're teaching brand new students to you know get your feet in the right spot, so automatically most people look down at their feet. They look down at their feet and they go, well, okay, are my feet in the right spot? And then they might have their feet in the right spot, but because they've looked down, they've broken their structure, they've broken their posture, and it kind of defeats the purpose of having their feet in the right spot in the first place because they're they don't have, they don't have that, st- that stability.
1: Yeah, so true. And then as we tend to take people through their journey with their stance, we do find that they do in time get their eyes back up
0: I've and got, get I've, their posture. reminding normally.
1: Yeah, I'm still working on that. So, yeah, go, go through cycles maybe. <laughs> and But what happens though is often that we get so caught up on, I guess, enjoying and embracing the structure and we're feeling strong and the foundations feel so strong that we, I guess, in the stance for a person coming through, once they have the feet in the right position, they feel this sense of structure, they then get so grounded and they have the wrong muscles working generally and they get created tightness. But then when we have that, we then we lose all ability to actually move, which would be um, mobility.
0: Yeah. So so, you hit the nail on the head there. Most people, when they think strength in the base they think tightness they, they as you say they just get just get really tight and they can't move so so what we want to try to do is to create a, a feeling of tension in the base so the difference between tension and tightness is when you think of, of your body the way your body works you've got opposing muscle groups tightness I, I think of is you've got the opposite sides both working they're both tight they're both they're both contracting and and that's kind of like driving the car with the handbrake on; it, it doesn't go so well. But when you when you create tension, that is that is it creates a feeling of like a stretch, like a like a rubber band being stretched out, and then you have the release. So so tension in the body is, is like when you get one side one you, you, get, you get the muscles holding to a point, and then one side releases and you create movement
1: yeah and that preparation is so key isn't it because once you get beyond that point of just being strong and grounded and you want to get more mobile you then start to play with the different muscles in the body and you look at as far as that muscle pairing but then I guess what we then find with people there's a progression which then gets them to a point of starting to move more explosive with their step and like when they go to kick for example we can get them to get that foot off the floor faster or if we go from a punching perspective we can get that hand from the pullback position to be released much more more powerfully and, and faster as well but I guess what's underlying what I find for most people is that when you get that elasticity in the body I find that for most people there is no force required to get that technique executed, if we truly have the eyes working well in our favour, aligning key, the it? posture, would you say that would be absolutely, what absolutely, you see absolutely as
0: well? is a key? And again, against those, those two parts coming back together, the eyes and the stance working together, you know, if you, if you have one working without the other, it doesn't work. It literally does not work. You, you see people who've got that amazing speed, but if their body's not aligned correctly, it, it, it becomes useless.
1: Mm, so, preparing. So, whether we're in the phase of just getting started on the karate journey as a beginner, just getting those feet in place, and then, you know, moving on to getting more intermediate and then trying to be really tight and strong and no one can move me kind of feeling. And then eventually getting going to the point of going, you know what, it's not practical to stay like this. I can't move.
0: Um, well, if we get back, you can get back to what I was talking about last time with the eyes, you know, the, the, the first rule of self defense don't be where the punches are. If if you're strong and stable and can't move, you're going to be where the punches are eventually.
1: It's going to be very, very challenging. And then to obviously then develop your footwork in a way where you can truly uh, apply some great self-defense strategies and and some Thai sabaki. You need to be able to get your your footwork to be, um, I guess, more mobile.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Okay, so just say we were to... uh, I guess, doing some exercises in the dojo for a self-defense situation. And we're getting people to, they're moving beyond the, you know, being strong and tight, but they're moving into the place where they can be more relaxed and I guess get more mobile. And they're doing it with great posture and eyes. But what if they then were to let the eyes go? What would you normally see in a student that was getting more mobile but then their eyes were
0: to fail. What we'd normally see is is they have a, a loss in structure, so the, the posture would drop. The accuracy of the of the techniques would, would disappear. So the so the ability to actually hit a target target with any accuracy goes out the window. And then you completely miss the third step, which is the power generation. So you, uh, if 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 the if the body's not aligned properly in the first place then you can't generate natural power you might be able to generate power from physical strength but the natural power that you can generate from from a good structure just isn't there
1: okay so let's just say you had a person that was training and they'd obviously moved to the point of getting that mobility in their base and you know doing it for the most part at a reasonable level and they also had the eyes also developing so they're creating this always ready experience. So whether they're studying their basics or kata or bunkai, kobudo, anything, they've always got this always ready feeling. Do you find that when people find this in all that they do all their time in the dojo, do you find that other things will change? So there's some little things that will then enhance, I guess, their um i guess their effect- effectiveness of their technique
0: yeah uh, it, it, it adds into everything so this, this is why these are the first two foundational basics the eyes and the stands because it will literally affect everything else that you do and and when you get those things working working correctly then you can start to build onto those build onto those next steps the santan shidiki as well and and i guess that that's that's really where the with, I guess in my mind, the third element of stance comes into is, is, is you're starting to move in towards that power generation. Hmm.
1: So to help with that part, that process as well, there are things that we obviously do, do in the dojo to help people refine their stances that much more, under
0: pressure, of course. Can you share some of those thoughts? Well, there's a, a classic one we did a little bit of little, little bit of work within the dojo la- just last week in, in an exercise where as an individual when you're, when you're practicing, practicing kata or sequence then most people tend to focus a little bit too much on stability stability alone and the mobility kind of goes out the window and, and they, get, they get really good at being grounded they can move but they're not, not necessarily as fast so, so we had a, a little bit of an exercise where we had an individual doing a, doing a kata and we had multiple people around them come in and, and attack them partway through the cutter so they had to deal with the attack and then get back to the cutter and found over the course of doing this I had the individual in the middle as their as their awareness opened up again back to the eye focus connecting the eyes to the stance as the, as the awareness opened up more and more through doing this I found the stance change as well and they became a lot more mobile they became a lot quicker to respond and uh, you know, that's that's i think a really good exercise for for helping to to build the connection between those to, to a point where they've they got a good balance
1: mm, no, definitely and so some people when they come through they don't tend to appreciate um i guess sudiyashi. do you want to explain what sudiyashi and what you see is the benefits
0: of sudiyashi? Sudiyashi is literally sliding feet so so the goal is when we're when stepping in 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 studio is to is to slide the feet so have the so the whole foot's in contact with the floor, and, and the purpose of this is to create a structure up up with the rest of the body. So, if as you step, you lift the heel up, what tends to happen is it, it tilts the pelvis forwards. As the pelvis tilts forwards, it, it create it, it weakens the natural structure, natural strength within the body. So if, the, if one foot lifts off the ground when you step, it, it tilts the pelvis sideways. If you lift the heel up when you step, it tilts the pelvis forwards. And, and as, the, as the pelvis tilts, it, it, it then in turn affects everything above, the, above that. And, uh, and, and it takes away from that natural power.
1: No, definitely. And it certainly creates a weakness within yourself, which then could obviously be, I guess, taken advantage of.
0: Absolutely. And this is, this is when, it's, when it's fun, when you start to look at this stuff in a partner context, when you, whether you're talking bunkai applications or, or your self-defense or, or kumite, then, then you start to look for these things in, a, in, in your partner or opponent and you look at, you know, does it present an opportunity for you to take advantage of
1: and it all comes back to the stance, as all far as how they're the moving their bodies, how they holding themselves. Against that
0: combination of eyes and stance. So, eyes is is your perception of what's going on in this case, in partner context, and your stance is, is 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 in in this case, you're looking at you're analysing your opponent's stance. What are they doing? Are they presenting opportunities for you? Are they are they too grounded and not not mobile? That presents an opportunity. Are they not grounded enough and 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 easy easy to take them down. And you know, what 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 is the opportunity that, that that's presented? Mm,
1: that's perfect. Well, look, let's just move on really quickly. I know we can do a lot more with that, but um, people also ask us, you know, with you know ichigan nisoku. We talk about karate for life. So with nisoku, what do you see? Um, in your mind, at least, would be a way that you would use this in your life.
0: Well, it's, it's a great, again a great metaphor for for your stance is what carries you forwards in life. So when we talk about goals or, or, or things that you want to want to achieve, you talk, you know, does this does does this goal have legs? Doesn't it, does it literally? Does it have legs? Are you going to is it is it something that that has? has a path forwards? is it it something that you can you can move with Yeah. yeah so you
1: start first with the vision the clarity of that with the ichigan eyes first so know what you want where you want to go and be very clear on that and then your legs then come into play to then carry you towards that
0: yeah so it's the difference between the in this case when you're talking about goals the eyes the vision the eyes that's like the thought of a goal but thought alone is never going to get you anywhere. The legs is what carries you forward. That's the action. When, you, when you've got thought and action working together, that's when you, that's when you start going places.
1: It's mm, really good. And if you've obviously been exploring your stance, you know, to look at as far as the stability, mobility, and power generation along the way, you then take those same ideas into life. And think, as you're moving through, Could you be a bit more flexible here? Could you flow more here? Could you change direction with ease if you needed to? Or do you just need to power ahead? Or just power through and take control of that point in your life. Mm. I think that's probably enough today, then, Martin. I don't know how we've gone on the clock today.
0: Oh, we haven't done too badly. We haven't done too badly. So I guess, yeah, that's it for this time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode on the Karate for Life podcast.
1: If you found this episode useful, please comment on our website, karateforlife.com.
0: Share it with your friends via social media and don't forget to tag us, hashtag karateforlifepodcast. And if you've got a topic that you'd like us to cover in future episodes or a question you'd like to ask about karate or life,
1: please send us a message. We'd be more than happy to share our thoughts.
0: Coming up in the next episode, we'll take a deeper look at the third element of Ichigan, Misoku, Santan, Shidiki, Grit and Determination.